Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Welcome back, guys, to our podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing Namesake, which is the second book in the Fable Duology by Adrian Young. Yay. I'm Alicia. I'm Rachel. I'm Kaylee. And uh, we'll just dive right in. So this is the second book. The biggest thing that I loved about this book was that it was released six months after Fable. <laughs> you know? yes. Didn't have to wait forever. No, I did not have to wait. And that's like huge for me, you know, not having to wait for a book because I got Fable and I just was. You were you know, so in love with it. Oh my gosh. I was so in love with it. And unlike all these other books, like, you know, Sarah, we have to wait a year or two for the next two, book. Two years. Yeah. And this one. Has it been two able... years since Crescent City? Uh, I think yes, so. Didn't it come out at the beginning yeah. of like pandemic uh, middle of 2020? I feel yes. Like April, 2020, March, 2020. We so. only got nine days left guys. <laughs> Shit. Yes. I'm so ready. <laughs> But that worked out great for you. I mean, for us, I will say like, yeah, I was really excited. It was both out because, you know, book one ends on this massive cliffhanger and I'm just like, the fuck? What? No. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to think she left. I know. (laughs) Wes is going to be so like, oh my God, she doesn't want to be with me now that they're like, oh, no secrets. We're in love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was pretty stoked that I, I had it immediately. God, yes. And I did. I started it immediately the same night because I was like, oh my God, I got to know what's going to happen. Right. But then it mm-hmm. took forever because I'm like, shit, where's Wes? Like, is he coming? Is he going to yes. get Yes. Okay. So that was like one of my biggest things was Wes didn't show up to about a fourth way, third way through the book. And this book totally took a different turn. Oh, yes. I did not expect it to go the way that it did. I, did I wasn't either. like disappointed. Me either. But it just, I did not expect it to go like in a political type way or a, you know, I knew that it was going to have something to do with the unnamed C because they talked about it a lot in the first, first book. Like no one, you know, goes down to the unnamed C, you know, no one goes Sebastian to trade and it's like, okay, well, obviously someone's going to go down there. Someone's going to have, you know, Fable going <laughs> like, to do it. She's like breaking barriers. Like she's like, we're doing it. Like I got this, I got this great map on my arm. I can navigate right? anything. <laughs> so like you end Fable with, they just paid, they're free, right? They pay, they use the Lark's gold, like half of it. They, there's still more there, I believe. Like to pay off the debt, the marigold is free to trade however they want. Yeah. Um, and Fable and Wes are together, they have their own ship. I was expecting them to set sail up off, trade, be sell off yeah. into the sunset and live happily ever like, after. Well, no, like obviously have like rivals and stuff trying to yeah. get in, like her, you know, you like I really her. thought this one was gonna be more like about that, them trading and and this like um revolution or something with Zoya like I really felt like there was going to be like this big like come to blows almost like a war if if you will right right because I mean and then she's she's kidnapped by Zola and she's sees Clove and then an instantly like you start off the book with boom there she is and she's on this ship with Zola and he's like well you're gonna dredge for me too you know like if you're on my ship this is this is what we're doing you gotta work yeah and you think in like Clove is a traitor because you're like we thought this fool was dead yeah and you've been working for for Zola for how long like he's been working for Zola for a very long time yeah so but I like how like they skirt around each other for a little bit, but Clove is always still kind of looking out for her. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they have a few talks like later, like I think it's like a week or so later, you know, they have like a few conversations and she's like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you doing? Like why? And he's so good because yeah, it like not a, you know, I'll use the expression, but a straight face, right? Like he's just like, doesn't really talk about saying just kind of like, Hey, I'm here. 
Like yeah, it is what it is. Mask on. I'm I'm here for a job. Like like you have no like you just really think he's just a legit downright traitor. And she's yeah, and so she's pissed. she's like you know my mom trusted you. Mm-hmm. And I think that really bothered her the most. It wasn't the betrayal of Saint. It was the betrayal of her mom. Yeah, and and also her because Saint never said that that was her daughter. Right? They right, all right. knew that. It, like she was his old daughter, but yeah, no one really knew that his old and saint were together. So Clove was pretty much her like father figure on right. the ship of the Lark growing yeah. up because I mean, he was yeah. what the helmsman is that like the second? You know, yeah, I don't really like, know. Toted her around and he did. He showed her, her the ropes because and- Saint couldn't. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say he did the father things that that Saint couldn't because of the questions that would come from it. Right. Yeah. So I I mean that's she thought he was dead, which was like a big shock to her. And then it was he's alive and working for the enemy. Like what the mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. And it's like a double whammy, like fuck, you're alive and I wanna be so happy, but I'm also so pissed because yeah. why are you here? So then they end up he finally says we're going to the unnamed sea we're going to bastion um and we're gonna go see holland so you find out that holland which i love powerful female right holland is the gem trader for bastion and this book brings in a lot of the political ties aspects of the gem or the merchant trade the um Mm. the trade council for the area so yeah. you kind of learn that there is a trade council that the un like Bastion has you have to have a license to be able to set port and trade in Bastion, which is where you know Holland is, which is the unnamed sea, and then where Saint is is Saros. So you have to have a license to trade there as well. Okay, I have a question. Okay, what did y'all think of Holland when you first saw her? I won't lie. I actually thought it was that it was going to be is is what are we calling her? A sold is old is old. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always say her. I just call her is a lot in the book because I was like, <laughs> mm, she looked like it is. But for whatever reason, I just was really concerned that you know. I mean, you find out right. It's it's her grandmother, but I really thought it was going to be her mother somehow. Oh. Like I really thought that everybody thought she died but I really thought she was so oh that would have been like such a cool plot twist that would have been a crazy plot twist because like when she sees her like you know she recognizes her right like because they are very similar and she's seeing pictures in the house and well I mean that comes later obviously but I mean for me I just I really thought that's what it was going to be I was like for whatever reason I feel like you know she's been alive this whole time maybe she's changed her hair her face a little bit and it's going to be her and she's still going to be alive what about you I mean at first I thought she was you know pretty BA for being a woman in the trade business yeah like one of the biggest she's like like She's almost the controlling thing. it all aside. She from- is. She really is. She's got the other merchants underneath her belt. You know, they're all under her belt in the, in Bastion. And so she's got this huge mansion, you know, but then she's power hungry. Right. And you mm-hmm. see the more you learn of her, you know, you see that she, she didn't want like as old to live her own life she wanted to use her for her gem sage powers mm-hmm. you know and or abilities not really powers abilities yeah. you know and she just she just power hungry I guess yeah. she was yeah. just power hungry she had her mindset on taking Saros from saints like being mm-hmm. the one powerful traitor in all of the seas and the one it. ruler to yeah rule right all. I mean, that was it. I mind shit right there. So I'm all for powerful women. And I love that she worked her way to the top, especially like in this piratey setting, you know, you have to be cutthroat, right? Which you obviously see because Zola ties it together because Isolde worked for Zola first before she went and worked for Saint. So um, Isolde 
or Zola knew that Isolde was a gem sage. So when it kind of got out that um, Fable was a gem sage, he kind of put two and two together, you know, and figured out the whole thing and brought Fable to Holland. Like, here's my present. Let me work for you. Let me be the trade ship that you use between Saros and Bastion when you get your license. I want to be it. That's pretty much what he was going for. And she just killed him right there in the hallway. Yeah, you know? so I got super Cersei Lannister vibes from her immediately. Yeah, so much. <laughs> and um, my thing, my first thought was, okay, your mom ran away from her family for some reason. There yes. was some reason yep. she left her family. So immediately I didn't trust Holland. I didn't, mm. I didn't feel like she was On the somebody up that. I, I didn't feel like she was somebody that had her family's best interest at heart. Ooh, yeah, like, sure. I don't think that she, you know, wanted to have Fable around because she loved her or Correct. anything like that. Yeah, right. I think there oh, was yeah. some part of her that when she saw her, she was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is my daughter's child. And I did love my daughter. But like you said, you know, she was power hungry and the power hungry won out yes so I just I didn't trust her from the beginning I kind of had a feeling even in fable that some of her family was in you know was high up in this town mm-hmm. um and then did, did we find out in fable or namesake that Holland was a girl um, that in in namesake I think you find out everything about Holland yeah, in name. Yeah, I think like it was mentioned a, maybe a little bit in the first one, but it was definitely more in the second for sure. Yeah, like as soon as they were like, "Oh, this woman runs this town," I was like, "That's her grandma." <laughs> I hate I reading like, books with you. <laughs> I know. I was like, "She's gonna go there, and it's gonna be her grandma." But, but you she's know, gonna be a bitch. It goes to what you said though, because even when Fable's like, "Well, I want my own things." like Holland doesn't care she's just like okay well you find like here's this midnight I know you're a gem Mm -hmm. sage which I think she even tests her with like tell me what's fake and what's real out of these these gems right to like test her abilities right yes and then she's like okay you want your own ship you want to be my ship that does the, the trading now that I just killed Zola like okay, go find me. You have three days to the trade council meeting. Cause that's what this whole thing's leading to the trade yeah. council meeting in like yes. five days or whatever. So she can get her license to trade in Saros. And she's like, find me at midnight and I'll let you have your ship. You know, and F- Fable like, really just wanted to be free of her grandma though. Didn't she, she didn't yes. actually want to work for her no, to begin with. She no, it's like everybody yeah like she just wanted to be her own person because at this point she's worked her fucking ass off like and she's yeah. almost died like three lots of times, times yeah times. <laughs> no and she was using that she's like okay i'll do this and it was a means to get out like she's playing like a game you know to she's try still to... trying to get back to west at this point because at this point you don't know where west is mm-hmm. you haven't heard anything you haven't seen him she's kidnapped so he's probably thinking like oh she just left me like Mm -hmm. they had this big coming to jesus and now she's gone oh she's done with me so you know you're left with this empty nest or emptiness why does it sound like empty nest but i'm trying to say emptiness and like i don't know i was waiting for that like come on where is he surely he's gonna come after her surely he thinks you know, knows that she didn't just up and leave him. Like, yeah, because you're like, is somebody going to come look for her? Does anybody know that she was actually kidnapped? Are people going to think that she ran away? Right. And I mean, he does. Cause when she gets there a little after she gets there and, you know, revelation that that's her grandma, like she finds out news that West is pretty much going port to port and burning ships. And I think it like kind of takes her back because she's like happy that he's, he understands that she didn't leave him, that something happened and, and he's looking for her. But then she's also like this, and this kind of pissed me off if we're going to go into like the whole West thing now, 
It's like she she knew and he told her in the first book, I do not have a good past. I have a very bad past. Mm-hmm. I was the bad dude for Saint. And then she's like, well, he's burning ships looking for me. It's like, dude, what do you expect him to do? You yeah. know, like, who do you expect him to be when the love of his life, like, just disappears? Disappears after they've had this big, like... Mm-hmm. And he's not no. dumb. Zola's ship was in the same port and then Zola's ship's gone. Yeah. Like, come two on. Two together. I mean, come on now. So it ain't hard. We all know Reeson would be burning the world down to get For to Feyre. And Feyre would do he, the same thing. I mean, he says that. He does. Well, and Feyre would burn the world down to get to him. And I, yeah. like, Feyre would never question it. She'd be like, fuck yeah, he's, you, you didn't fuck up now. He's going to burn everything down till he gets here. I mean, I'll just, I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, I think that was one of the, the aspects of this book that I wasn't a huge fan of because Mm -hmm. I thought we resolved everything between Wes and Fable in in Fable. They agreed no secrets. They agreed their past were their past and they they accepted each other. And then Wes shows up at the, the party that Holland was showing like Fable's like, this is kind of like my plan you know, and Wes, like, let's just, let's just go. The marigold's waiting like, for us. Leave. And she, like, she's like, back. she's like, we can't she'll Holland will follow, like find us. Like yeah. we have to play this game. And, but they are had this like awkwardness conversation between them. Like, and it was really a struggle bus between. And I was just like, why, why are you guys doing this? Like, yeah. Why is there this struggle between you? And it's like that until I swear, like page 300 from yeah, when they like the until the end of the book, they have this, yep. this awkwardness between each other. And it's like, well, I didn't know you were going to do this, or you do have a past. And it's like, why are you questioning this? Yeah. At the end of Fable, you accepted all of each other. Yep. So, and I understand. It's like we backtracked. Yes. And um, and I know a lot of reviews are kind of read because we were reading, you know, some things to prepare for this. And a lot of people felt the same way. It's like Wes became this, they said, controlling guy, like trying to get Fable to, you know, follow him. But I see it in Wes's perspective, too, in some ways, because he's had to take care of his crew. He's yeah. had to be the bad guy for Saint. He's had to make all these leadership decisions. And he he cannot lose Fable, right? Well, he finally what does he say her. What does he say to her when they first start getting involved? He says, "I don't have room to love any more people." Yep, he's already had to struggle. Like she knew that, and so, then he let he opens his heart for her. And then what? Then she acts like because I mean, not for nothing, but I felt like she kind of acted like a bitch. Like I mean, he may have been a slightly bit controlling, but I feel it was more like he'd already okay. I'm gonna accept you. I brought, brought you into my heart. I'm going to take care of you now. And then I feel like she spat in his face over it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't think it was a, a controllingness as in like, he wants to control her and her action. I, I think do. it was a, Protect I want to control the situation to get us out of harm's way because I cannot lose you, which yes. again, I mean, not unforgivable. Like, I mean, yeah. like, I don't want you controlling me, but let's take a look at at the situation right like yeah I feel like he thought she, I feel like she wasn't like he thought she wasn't thinking straight because it was her family I, I think that's kind of where his thoughts were going like you can't see the big picture right now because you're like hey this is my mom's mom like I felt like sh- he didn't think that she was thinking rationally so in his mind he's like you can't make the decision right now. I'm going to take over. Like, this is what we need to do. And she's like, hold up. I got a plan. Like, chill. I know what I'm doing. And he's like, no, you don't. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> See, oh. I didn't think he was controlling. I didn't, I didn't, I feel like he acquiesced to her the whole time. You know, he was very like, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel's giving me like, face. That's a big word. word. I was going to say uh, it is 10 a.m. on a Sunday. Why are you pulling out a word? I can't even spell much less say it's, it's almost five o'clock here. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he, I feel like he, he basically was, did whatever she wanted and he didn't give her too much shit about it. You know, I mean, no, um, he did. I mean, they went with her plan. They, they, 
Yeah. Yeah. He, they use the marigold and they're like, okay, we got three days to dredge for like 12 hours to find this midnight to try to, you know, do this plan. And they set up the crew. And she's like, oh, wait, who, who do we need on the crew? And I was like, triangle, here we come. <laughs> and yet there was none. There isn't. Because you find Koi. Koi was on, um, he was just like, what? He was on the Luna was for a little bit, that, right? Yeah, like it was like wherever they, did they leave him somewhere? So he was on the Luna, which is Zola's ship, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, yeah. He got paid to do some stuff on the, and I think that was one of their conversations when she's like, oh shit, like I want him. And he's like, why the fuck would you want me? I tried to kill you last time we yeah. saw each other. She's like, we're Javalian or however, like yeah. if I'm going to trust yeah. anybody, I'm going to trust you. Oh shit. You and know, like, me bring it. I was like, yeah. okay, here we go. It's going to start drama. <laughs> no, um, drama. And it was their relationship. I loved seeing the three days of them because they grew this friendship and mm-hmm. Koi actually saved her when um Kaylee you brought it up what was it one of the other guys tried to like murder her yeah like or <laughs> okay. like pull her under or something and he yeah, yeah. he like tied the rope around her or and she couldn't get free and he cut it and she like questioned yeah. him later like why would you do that he's like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about he was like, I didn't save you. Yeah. I would never save you. I hate I you. I tried to kill you, remember? I'm, I didn't just save you from drowning. No. That didn't. And he never admits it. He doesn't. No. Because the whole, they, I mean, the whole through the whole book, he was like, fuck you. Mm-mm. I didn't save your ass. I'd have let you drown. However, I do like Koi and what's his sister's name? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember her sister's name, but I know who you're talking about. They start having some some ties, little banter, little banter, some ties, mm-hmm. and then we'll skip to the end of the book. Like they end up together, and they go to Javal together, and they that they are they set up a port there, and yeah, they're running awesome. that port, you know, and that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Willa, her name's Willa. Willa wanted to get off the boat. She was done. She was already gonna leave the Marigold. Yep. She, she wanted did. a family. Yes, and I think she wanted to actually. I think she wanted to like make boats at one yeah. point. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and Fable's like, yeah, you can make me a new boat, you know, one day. But yeah. She was having trouble trying to tell Wes, like, I'm not going to stay on your boat anymore. Like, I need yeah. to do my own thing. Which because again, he's a pig-headed asshole. No, he's not because he just I wants just... to keep his his whole life was keeping his sister safe. Yes, yeah, yeah, and he couldn't a pig-headed do that. Asshole. Whatever, because. He's like their mom what? is there. She wants to be with the mom, but he's like, I can't protect you if I'm on the ship and you're back home. So in order yeah, to what is you, it? I need you here. What is it? Alpha hole? Isn't that what Bryce calls him? <laughs> he's an alpha hole. He lets her go. No, it's not that. I think they he, grew he didn't up. let her go. She's a grown ass woman. She can go by herself. He's an and alpha she, hole yes, and, and wants to does. control her to but, keep her safe. And I do like I do like him, but he he like he he has that whole like you have to do what I say so I can keep you safe mentality that so many of you know the male characters that we love have yeah, but, we but love he, he has we to learn that be fine he, he can't take care of everybody and he can't boss everybody around so he can keep them safe just like recent has to learn and you know that they, they're alpha holes yeah I, I mean they are during they grow, the- they grow. <laughs> I agree to disagree during this dredging trip fable like feels something that reminds her of her mom and she decides Mm -hmm. to take the last day to follow it and it leads her to this this like enclave off the off this like little enclave is that what it is enclave yeah i think it's enclave um off off the side of this like little area where there's a lighthouse and her and Wes actually go and she like goes in because she feels a strong like pole that reminds her of her mom that she always felt with her mom and she goes there and she found nothing so then she's like well what the fuck why was I pulled here I found nothing and this is my last day to find midnight so I'm done yeah she's super bummed she is. And now they're the trade council's the next day. She can't, she has nothing. She's tied to Holland. 
Um, and the only thing she has to go off of is what is it? Holland commissioned a piece from the Ross. So you meet mm-hmm. the Ross in this book. And if you haven't read the last legacy yet, the last legacy is all about the Ross. And I love it because the Ross are the mafia family of Bastion, right? They are, they are fake they make fake gems, which you can only a gem sage can tell the difference between mm-hmm. their gems, their fake gems and real gems because they're so good. So good. I feel like we we met them in the first book, too. Right. Like when she goes to that little merchant thing, aren't they there and she calls their shit out? No. So um, they aren't there, but she does call out the fake gems. She's like, these are fake. And you meet them only by, she asks Aster what that tattoo is on his, on his um, arm, his forearm. And he's like, that was my old family. You know, like I, that's, that's kind of the only thing you get out of it. What's the Roth's books again? It's called the the legacy or the last legacy? The last legacy. It's a standalone spinoff from this universe it's all about um the Roth family so you meet the Roths because Holland commissioned them to do to make this like tea set with real gems because they have like the most Ezra which is like a silversmith um he makes the best metal workings um to commission this and that's like her uh bribe to get the license for Saros to the trade council she's trying to rule everything yes and the only way, the only thing they have left up the sleeve is they go to the Ross and say, say, I want you to make this with fake gems so we can kind of blackmail Holland. And he's like, only if you can get me a real merchant ring. And so they ask Saint of all people, they ask Saint, can you get a real merchant ring for the Ross? And that was like a few days ago and they have no idea what's going to happen. So they haven't talked to him. So they're like, is this fool going to like, is he going to double cross this? Is he actually going to show up? Like, is he going to fuck us over? Cause I mean, at this point he's not, it's he's saint. Still, it's exactly. Saint. Yes. Like what has he done at this point? This book is kind of boring. Oh my God. You know, but it's actually fast paced. It's like, that's the thing. It's very it was really it wasn't fast paced. The way that we can talk about it afterwards, it it's fast paced in our minds, but the book was actually a really slow read because for like three full days, I mean that was a big portion of the book, the three days that yeah. they're you know out there dredging and you're just like, all right, cool, another day, another day we dredging. We dredge in another day. I don't know. I felt like it was important to the story, though, because it's where these relationships build, right? It's where we start to really mm-hmm. kind of see her relationship turn with Koi. You see her relationship building because her and I mean, her and Wes are still kind of like, I don't want to say on the outs, but there's still that <laughs> tension. Yeah. And it's like you're you're trying to figure out like, hey, they're kind of going to there's some little steamy moments that pop up that we're like, OK, what's going to happen? Are we going to do this or not? Yeah, yeah, but see, I feel like we should have already known. Like, we, you know, like Alicia was saying, like we y'all we were we're fucking past this. Like, yeah. we should be doing more within the relationship than building it again. And We've that, already that's my done that was my bad. Like, what I didn't like about it, I wanted more. Like, I I wanted more Wes. Like, yeah, he what he became like my one of my top book boyfriends in fable. And then yeah. I like lost him where I'm like, Oh, Wes, you know, I wanted more of him. Yeah. But like you said, I have the book in my hand, um, a beautiful copy by <laughs> fairy Lou. I needed it because it's just it stunning. Is very pretty. Both of those. They're oh, stunning the set that they did. But like you said, it wasn't until the last probably 30 pages that things like all kind of just happened and it got like super exciting because they get to the trade council uh saint didn't show up they're they're about to get every like holland's about to get everything they want and at the very end saint walks in he's like fuck this like (laughs) she killed zola these gems are fake 
you know, because then the Ross show up with his like fucking ring, you know, like, ha and then he a strong hand is all I just heard. And like, it's a huge thing. And then he's like, I got new business. Um, I want a petition for license here, a port here for my ship by my daughter. He claims his daughter, you know, and then he goes to the next, the next chapter is she goes has and has tea with Saint and Saint pretty much says like, oh, like, this oh, part God. is so good. He's like, I didn't leave you on Jevil because I don't love you. And she's like, Saint, because she tried to stop him. She's like, I left you there because she's like, it doesn't matter. And he goes, it does. He goes, I left you there because I've never loved anything in my life. Like I love you. Not as old, not the trade, nothing. I didn't plan to be a father. I didn't want to be one. But the first time I held you in my hands, you were so small. I have never been so terrified of anything in my life. I feel like I've barely slept since the night you were born. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, um, she don't understand because she's not a parent. I know. But like, <laughs> and then he gives her the diamond, the the dragon necklace that was always her mom's. Yeah. So you have that, right? And then right before the trade council, you have the thing with Wes. And she, like, they have their little moment where she's like, I think when they're talking about Satan is old, they're like, I think maybe he hated that he loved her. And like Wes looked at her and he's like, are you asking if I feel the same way? And she's, she like nodded and he goes, sometimes, you know, and she gets upset and he's like, but didn't this, he's like, but this isn't, didn't start the night in Jebel when you asked me for passage. It started a long time ago. And he's like, the answers to that question is always going to be the same. It doesn't matter what happens, you and me. And she's like, how can you always live with that? He's like, I can live with this forever. Like, that's just the life that we live in. It's always going to be, I'm going to be scared for you that you want to work in this trade business. You want to be a pirate type thing. I'm always going to be scared. I'm going to hate that. I love you that we, I love you in this world we live in, but I'm going to love that. I love you because of what we have. So it, it all kind of resolves in the last like 30 pages but then you yeah. get like the last 10 pages when Saint gives her the damn pen, like after that thing that he like drops this fucking bomb that he loves his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. He claims her. He gives her the dragon pennant. She's sitting there in the marigold and she feels that pull that she had always to her mom when she like tracked it during the dredging. And she's like, what the fuck? She looked on the pennant, the dragon pennant sees a very small little Roth symbol. And then she understood that Saint had that dragon pennant made there um and she breaks it open and inside that that damn necklace was a piece of midnight so everything she thought that she was feeling her mom no she was feeling midnight because she's a gem sage so saint handed her because saint never knew where to find it he always just knew how and he handed his daughter how to find the most precious gemstone ever you know and they went back to fable scurry is what it's called because she looks on the map and like they just have a they're the only people now that know where to find a friggin buttload of midnight but they and leave that, it there so and that's where like, they leave the <laughs> i'm like why did you leave it like maybe i maybe they'll do a little bit and then trade it but i was like but then it would leave it open right to wherever it was and that yeah. would be bad so i think it's yeah best to just leave it there so i thought it was super anticlimactic the way like the whole holland situation because she was like this big badass you know and everybody was scared of her and she had ruled for so long you know in bastion and she was about to take over over saint and 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 then you know he comes in and she like basically just falls to the floor when you know when she's overthrown and she gives up no fight at all she's just like meh i'm I'm beaten, falls to the floor, and she's upset. So, Cersei, it was me. I do you really think that she would stop? Do you really think that she would stop? I mean, there's nothing she can do right then when she was just proven a fake. Oh, no. She'll come back with a plot and come back. Read the last legacy. She, there's, she gets thrown out a little in the last legacy, you know? There's, you can't stop a woman like that no yeah i mean i'm saying like, she wouldn't have fallen to the she wouldn't have been like Meh, i'm taken well, down there's nothing that she could have done then no i think she, she was just playing got stripped. Awesome. Uh, a woman like that would would have been like you know instead of 
kind of meekly falling over she'd have been like fuck you you can't do this and um, you know she'd have been like he's an idiot and she'd have had all kinds of sir she'd have cersei lannister did (laughs) i mean it was like three pages of them fighting back and forth like, but it was just kind of like it was i felt like it was really really anticlimactic with the whole you know she was built up as this crazy powerful amazing you know woman and and i feel like i, I guess because i did have the cersei lannister vibes that i would have i felt like she'd have had something slick under her under her hat you know but i mean she may have and we just haven't seen it yet i mean yeah but that's the we- end right I, mean, I don't know if we asked could. if we would, I mean, you get the last legacy, which is still in the world. So you, right. um, you get tides, which is the novella, which is page, uh, page and austere's love story, mm-hmm. which you learn oh, about the Roth more. Um, and we, we keep asking, cause like all of us really want a saint in his old story. Like, oh, really yeah. Bad. yeah, that would be cool. So everybody keeps but asking sad. her and she's not, I don't think she's done in that universe. I, I think okay. she might be done with fable and West story, Yeah, but yeah. she's not, there's so much more in that world that she says, yeah. I keep getting drawn to my world and the characters yeah. in it. So I think we might see more in there like i would even be happy to see what the hell willa and coy are doing god yeah oh yeah same i think that would be so So i think there's gonna be more it's kind of gonna be like sarah with akatar in the world right i think we're gonna see more in the world um but i think that's good because i still think the way that it was left like to me holland was like playing possum you know it's just like a hey i'm gonna pretend to be dead for right now but i'm not done so i yeah could pop up in the future and like really havoc kind of like cersei's walk of shame yeah yes shame shame Shame. i just also like i was pointing like you can't see me but uh kaylee's the bottom of our zoom so i'm pointing it to her (laughs) but i'm like kaylee just doesn't love the books like i do i don't like i know i mean i really liked it right i mean they were just okay to me Okay, I'm an Adrian Young fan through and through. She has my heart. Um, namesake didn't go the exact way I wanted it to, but I yeah. still loved. I like, did too. I felt like it was a great story. I mean, she's a phenomenal writer. Oh, her writing is just. I feel like I was there. I felt like I could see it all. I mean, she, I, I did like that. She, I did the colors in in my head as I read were yes. really pretty. Yeah, her writing yeah. style is very good and. It's- Kaylee, I'm telling you, you need to read Sky in the Deep. I think you wanted to really, really love it. It's a a quick, easy read. It's her first book, her debut book. It's a Viking inspired. It's all about um, blood ties, family ties, um, learning how to um, finding yourself, getting over prejudice and biases. And I really think you'd enjoy it. Um, So it's a feminist book. No, <laughs> we know I like those, but it's just her writing is just, I think that's what gets me. And she, it's very her, vivid. It is. Yes. Very and well done. you can just get in and it's just like Stephanie Garber, her books to the care of all series. You might not like the story, but her writing too is very, I know, I know you didn't like the care of all series, but if you, her writing her writing just pulls you in. Her writing is very, you can feel what they're seeing. You can see what they're seeing. Their writing yes. just really gives you that feeling of like, you're there. Yes. You know? I, will, like, I, will agree. I can attest to that. Yes. Yeah. I you might not like the plot of the story, yeah. but the writing was is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the plot that I don't like. It's. And I don't want to say it's the style of the writing either, but it's the how you get there. I don't particularly care for. Um, it it doesn't it doesn't keep me like riveted. You know what I mean? Like you know, I just finished reading The Witcher, and The Witcher TV show is fucking phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. 
And, a, and the book, you know, a lot of that stuff happens. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty spot on. Oh, to the However, book? However. Like show to the book? Um, parts of it. Okay. There's one big aspect that's different. I don't want to like ruin Don't it. say it. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I feel like it, it takes more words to get where it needs to be. Like, okay. I, I feel like parts of it ramble. Mm. And I, I struggle with that. I struggle with kind of the unnecessary things that I didn't feel like were necessary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she can read two pages on the dew sliding off of a green fern. Uh, fucking <laughs> Outlander is so amazing. It's not that. I'm just saying. I mean, because she's very descriptive, like the I color love, of the curtain. Oh my god! Nothing. I love her. Like that's describing the world to me. I don't know. Like, that's a little much, in my so opinion. Beautiful. So, do you think I it has to do with um it being a young adult book? Because oh, I think it has more to do with that. Adrian Young's yeah. coming out with her debut adult novel, which is a magic, you know, spells for forgetting this year, yeah. which is oh, going to yes. be like a murder magic um, comes yeah. back. It probably like mystery. is. And I'm, I'm wondering how I feel like it is because different noticed, the writing is going to be. I noticed that whenever we discuss books like this, there is, um, a lackluster moment that Kaylee typically has. So I, I, I don't know, like, I mean, cause you I don't read a lot of young adult anymore. Do you Kaylee? I like, guess unless I we ask you yeah. to read it. That yeah. kind of just destroyed my soul a little bit. Cause it made me feel like a grown up. <laughs> like it made me feel like, like a part of a part of what I what I love reading has kind of a chapter closed for me, I guess. Oh, and that just kind of makes me sad. I don't feel but like yeah. we should discuss this. No tears today. But yeah, I think I think you might be right. I think it might be the I YA. That. Because Sarah is not YA, you know, like I it, in I mean, mind, originally she originally was as that, but, but right. it's not originally YA. she definitely wasn't right. YA. No. Right. So That's I guess when we got these new I don't want to say stickers. What <laughs> section? The new, the new category. Yes. <laughs> so YA in my mind was Sarah. So I, it still kind of sticks in my mind as YA, even though I know it's not YA. Yeah. I mean, but so you I read guess, um, Lake's Edge and you loved Lake's Edge. And that's yeah, technically I did. YA. Um, but well, it's like Grape a gothic Briar. romance. Yeah, oh, well, all, all of Casey's Casey Casey books are YA. Books. But her but, books have more depth to them to me. I was going to say, I feel like the characters may be YA, but the content, it's very grown up-ish. Does mm. that make Which, sense? But it, Bella reads these. I'm okay with my, you know, my 12-year-old reading all of Casey's books. I'd be okay with her reading Fable and Namesake. Um, you know, they they get a little, they're never raunchy. It's very fade to black. Yeah, yeah. But with Casey's books her characters to me just have so much more depth and I love that they're so like they really embrace their darkness and a lot of the YA they struggle with oh I can't be that I can't be this and I can't be that um you know and how how Fable struggles with West and his his darkness and she's she's just kind of like oh you can't you can't do that and Mm. I, I guess maybe it's, it's the depth of the characters and the depth of the stories, but Casey is why. And I, I mean, I, I love Casey. Yeah. It might just be like, you're more character driven. And I think some of this can be more like, at least namesake was very, um, plot. It was very learning the pl- politics of the trade council. Yeah. It was very that's, more that's than the characters yeah. when yeah. Fable, I feel like it was very character driven. It was very right. learn fable who, what yeah. makes me tick, learn Wes, what makes him tick, the crew. It was very found family, very. And I liked, I liked like fable a lot better yes. than I liked namesake. Yes. So. Because I do think it was very emotionally driven between the characters and learning yeah. them, very character yeah. development. And namesake wasn't, it was very world more. Yeah. Um, 
like I think world that's an driven. Statement. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I really, I, I guess I'm, I guess I am very character driven, very emotional because Outlander is very character driven as well. Well, we yeah. need to connect to somebody, you know, yeah. like I like to know what's happening in the world. And I like the idea of the, the politics or um, like even the politics and like Akatar and everything. Like, mm-hmm. I like to know all that, but I don't want to just focus on that. I need my, I need to connect. I need to right. feel what you're feeling. I need to, you know, have that. I'm trying to be you right now. Okay. I'm trying to, as I'm reading this, I'm trying to be these characters. So yes, yes. yes. Which I, I mean, you know, I totally do that every, every book. I don't care what she looks like. It's me. <laughs> it's Rachel. It's me. It's Rachel. I'd be like, I don't give a shit what she looked like. She Rachel. I feel like I really just learned something about myself that I'm character driven that I, I feel you didn't like realize before. Damn. I didn't. Podcast I didn't. I, so great. I know. <laughs> I, I never really thought about it, I guess, but oh, yeah. Well, because we're sitting here to, you know, also too, we've never like most of the books we discuss were usually no pun intended on the same page. <laughs> All the pun intended. <laughs> yes. Um, in this situation, like as we're kind of broadening our palettes, yeah, we're finding that there's these little things where we still have a lot of it in common, but there's still just tweaks, little tweaks. Well, and some, some things were so vastly different on because, you know, like Pride and Prejudice, you didn't enjoy that. And that's a struggle that that's such, you know, that's something I love so much. And Alicia, how far into the lost apothecary are you? I am 161 pages. So So you're almost, yeah, you're almost finished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited just to discuss that one with y'all because Rachel and I have such vastly different opinions about it. And I like, we haven't discussed it at all. We have not discussed any of the book and I cannot wait to, like come together and discuss it when Alicia's finished with it because God, I yeah. I think that's that's gonna be so interesting. Yeah, the goal is to finish it great. by Wednesday. So Woo-woo. okay, mm-hmm. oh, damn girl, we got a goal. I know. Yeah, we I usually do know. agree on 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 books. We do. So, we do. so yeah. this is and I'm I have to say I'm really upset that like you don't love these books as much as I do because you know they're my favorite right and you know I'm sorry right right oh god why we have the podcast right because you know I'm obsessed with Adrienne Young I talk about her like for the past year how much I love her and Mm -hmm. like I said I really think you might like Sky in the Deep more than you like these but yeah I have I just have a poll to her maybe her in general because of what she posts on social media I think maybe her writing style or kind of what I get out of her books. Um, and maybe, and like, I do like fable more than I like to namesake. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But as a whole. And so I was a little disappointed when I'm like, oh, she doesn't love it as much as I do. She doesn't love right? it. <laughs> like, I just want you to love it as much as I do. Oh, um, but Sky it, I the mean, Deep is a really pretty, oh, it's on KU. Let me just send that straight to my candle. <laughs> it's like for real and if you don't like that one I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna keel over like but (laughs) are you gonna cry yeah I might I feel like I need to read it too I don't have KU because I don't know I just don't but shit maybe I have to read it so we. it's a a quick easy read so I read it it was my first ever owl crate book I got in May 2018 um it was her debut novel I got it and then I just re I listened to the audiobook when I was painting my house when we were renovating it this summer, and it was just still as good. Um, it gives you all mm-hmm. like the feels you want, very family um, ties. But okay, I'll start yeah. it tonight. I'm, I'm anyway. not reading anything right now. Anyway, oh, no, I haven't read anything in two weeks, you guys. Like I finished. What did I finish? Shit. Oh, you need oh, to get on. Daughter, that. I've been daughter, like daughter. Well, I had been, but I finished daughter of daughter of the moon goddess um by Sue Lin Tan and I uh, I really want to pick up a court of mist and fury 
I really want to read some Laurel K. Hamilton. I feel like I need some Mary dirtiness in my life. I really need to pick up the pack by Max Monroe because I just finished the bet not too long ago and I, you know, the pact is out. I really need to read that. And I say really need because I have some questions. I got some questions. I need that's some what answers. usually keeps me going. And that's like when you guys read Daughter of the Moon Goddess, like I felt like an idiot when I finished it because I was like, man, she really left this open for like a sequel. Like I could really see this being two, a two part book. And then I found out it's part of it the <laughs> Dumbass. Like, way to go, Rachel. Oh, that See, I don't read synopsis, right? So I really didn't know. Kaylee talked about it. I pulled it up, right? I saw the cover. I was like, add to cart. Like, there was no questions. She was like, this pretty. Yeah. pretty. And I do that. I legit judge a book by its cover. Like, that shit need to look good. So it was gorgeous. So I picked it up. I don't know what the fuck I was reading. I just picked it up. And then when I got done with it, like I went to write my review and stuff and log in on Goodreads. And I was like, man, I just really felt like this could have been a two-part book. Like, I feel like she also left it open. Like it was kind of a look, not cliffhangy, but it, she just left it open. And I thought, oh my God, like she could totally do another one if she wanted. So then I go and I'm like Googling and I was like, fuck Rachel, you're an idiot. Why didn't you know this before going into it? Like it is, but it's part of a duology. So that's so funny because Jen, Jen and I, uh, my friend Jen, we were buddy reading uh, Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber, which I know it's a, it's a, another series off of Caraval, but it's all about the, um, the the Jack of Hearts, the Prince of Hearts, and he's a villain. So, oh Mm -hmm. God, it's so good. Um, but she's reading and she's like, I only have 50 pages left. Like this is not going to conclude. And she had (laughs) no idea that there's another book. And she's like, well, that makes sense because I was like, there's no way this is going to like sum up at the end of this book. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, girl, like the other book comes out this September. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I guess it's great though. Right. Because you go into the book with like no expectations. Mm-hmm. that's that's what started me I used to read the synopsis all the time and and would read a couple reviews before like really diving into a book um or a series particularly because I wanted to know like I got burned with mortal instruments you know like with shadow and bone mm-hmm. and all that like I was so like the whole shadow hunters world I was just like what the fuck so and it really fucked me up because I used and based and judged all of that off of not continuing to read it. And then like quite a few years later, like once I met Kaylee, she was like, um, yeah, I'm not going to tell you, you just really need to read this. So I was like, all right. Like I read it and I was like, this is bullshit. Everybody lied. Like they lied. Like their reviews were biased. So then I was like, you know what? Nope. Never again. From now on, I'll judge the book by its cover and friends recommendations. And that's how we'll read books. And I haven't turned my back. I haven't looked back since. Good. (laughs) All right, guys, we got to wrap this up. Damn. You don't want to keep talking. Uh, I got chicken and waffles to eat. Your, your girl oh my is, my, my mouth is water and I'm just thinking about it. Oh, shit. Well, oh on that note, you guys, check us out on our Instagram, the Territorial Fay Podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Um, our link tree's got all the places you need to go. So check that out on Instagram. And until next time, guys. Happy listening.